Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. And of course, we wanted to understand a little bit more about is there a potential deal? On the table, is there, in terms of the hostages, is any progress at all being made? Lital Shokhat Cherto, she's a former IDF spokesperson. A very good morning, Lital. Thanks for joining us once again. How are you doing? Good morning. Thank you. So, uh, of course, desperate, absolutely a desperate situation for the hostages. The longer this goes on, we don't know with any confidence if they've received their medication. We don't know who's alive. We don't know who isn't. Uh, and, uh, and yet, obviously, understandably, the whole nation, the Jewish nation, the families of the hostages, uh, anybody who cares for, uh, for people are just uh, uh, desperate to get them home. What is the what are the chances of it? Where are we with that? So, so it's a very good question. I think that uh, heartbreaking is the, the most accurate uh, way to describe the current situation. Uh, we're sort of in a deadlock. I mean, on the one hand, we have to remember, and I've said that uh, numerous times, that as, the, as Israel is the, the homeland of the Jewish people and, and uh, it's the only place for Israelis, for Jews to live in, the first and most, uh, uh, you know, one of the, the contract that a country does with its citizens is to keep them safe. And on October 7th, unfortunately, the country has failed to do so. Mm, mm. So the first obligation uh, of Israel to its citizens is to bring them home. Um, unfortunately, as we as we know, the Hamas isn't you know isn't a sovereign state, isn't a country among nations that is obliged to international law, and we see that when we're talking about humanitarian aid and humanitarian pause and hu- anything humanitarian, it's always one-sided. It's unfortunately mm-hmm. we don't see uh, Hamas allowing the Red Cross. To visit the hostages, by the way, until today we haven't received even a list with the names of the, the hostages. So it's all um, very vague and uh, according to either intelligence it's or almost we're negotiating with ourselves, aren't we? Because there's no, it's almost almost like we're negotiating with ourselves because there's no willing party on the other side. There's no, there, there isn't a party on the other side that values life. Exactly. And I think that we need to understand that, you know, people are talking about the day after. So let's talk about the day after. Mm, What does mm. the day after look like? Who will control Gaza the day after? We don't see Arab countries, Arab nations, you know, standing in line to say, you know what, we're taking responsibility. We're going to help the Palestinians, uh, you know, learn how to govern themselves in a better way, a way that isn't uh, uh, done by a terror organization that terrorizes its own people as well. And and I think that, you know, Israel is a little bit left in the dark here by the international community to deal with this problem and it's very it's very conflicted also within the israeli society as i see it personally i think that israel as a country is obliged to bring those 136 hostages back no matter what because these aren't you know soldiers that Mm. uh, fought combat and fell you know it's not that situation these are people 80 year old people babies Okay, we know of Kfir Bibas, who mm, just turned mm, one mm. in captivity, which is 
completely unimaginable and these people need to come back home Hamas isn't going anywhere and you know someone said what will withdraw our troops and then a year from now we'll be in the same situation well even if we stay if we leave the IDF in Gaza the amount of kilometers over kilometers of tunnels in Gaza to try to dismantle that or to try to bring down Hamas completely is something that will take years. I mean, if you look at a uh, near history of democracies trying to fight terror organizations in the Middle East, it's always been it would always take years and years. And nobody uh, promises that even if we stay in Gaza six more months one year, two years, then they will be able to take down Hamas. Hamas is much more than, it's not, you know, ISIS, which is an outside organization coming in. It's a part of the Palestinian, unfortunately, DNA. So I think that... But has that narrative shifted? we will find ourselves... Has that narrative shifted? Because we did start the war saying Hamas needs to be eradicated, we will remove them, they will be gone, they'll be history. And now there seems to be a little bit of a shift to say, well, actually, um, will they be removed, you know? I think that the understanding is that Hamas needs to be removed. But the understanding is also that it's not, you know, uh, uh, it's not like a fast food. It's not, okay, let's go in an operation, one month, two months, three months that Mm. we've been already in there. And, you know, we've dismantled lots of infrastructure and ammunition and headquarters and everything you can imagine. And of course, Hamas operatives and terrorists themselves, but the understanding is that we cannot live with Hamas on our border. Mm. That's for sure. Mm. But it will take much longer. I think our understanding is that it will take much longer uh, to get rid of Hamas. Also, because you can't kind of get rid of Hamas without knowing what your alternative is. And the Palestinian Authority, for in the meantime, is so weak that we don't see it coming in, taking over instead of Hamas. So thinking that... Um, Hamas needs to be eliminated I don't think that has changed I think that the timeline uh, has mm-hmm. changed mm-hmm. and the only thing that is now the understanding is that the hostages timeline is running short while well, Hamas will keep on going so my personal belief mm-hmm. is that we have to bring as many hostages alive back home because Hamas is still something that's going to be Around and a part of uh, our challenges uh, mm. for many years. And also, when we talk about you know the people of the Western uh, Negev, the people that the, the Israelis that lived around the Gaza border, for them they say that they'll only go back if security will be achieved. And yes, security is also not having Hamas on your border, but if they don't get their hostages, their own people from their families, from their communities back, I think that that contract that I was discussing before between a country and its citizens will be broken completely. And if Israel doesn't do everything to bring the hostages back, I don't don't see uh, all these villages being able to rebuild themselves down on the border. Mm, mm. 
very, very difficult situation indeed, and, and one that is, has changed. And uh, perhaps that means uh, a different approach is needed. I'd love your thoughts on it. That was uh, Lital Shokacheto, former IDF spokesperson, talking to us about hostage deals, the demands from Hamas and the way forward.